Hello and welcome to Free the Girls. This little podcast just wants to meet you where you are. <laughs> um, I was listening to a different podcast this afternoon and one of the things she was talking about was just the importance of sharing your story because we all have our own stories. We all have stories of things that are really unpleasant, things that we've been through or are currently going through. And then we have celebrations, we have triumphs and things that are making us feel warm and happy on the inside. And so I think um, maybe I share a little bit more about my story of how we ended up in the mountains of North Carolina 19 years ago. Um, So here's a brief synopsis of kind of how that happened because it was a really pivotal uh, time for our family. So 2012, uh, my husband was the manager of a hotel. He was, he's been in the hospitality business since I've met him. Um, well, anyway, since I met him this time, but that's another story. (laughs) We actually did go to high school together, but I didn't know him in high school. And then we dated for a little while back in the mid eighties, but it just didn't work out well. And then four years later, through a twist of fate, we got back together and we've been together ever since. So that's a whole nother story, as we say in the South. Um, Anyway, 2012, he is managing this hotel in Raleigh and it's going great. He got voted in of the year by his company. We went to this big, huge celebration in Atlanta and they had Casey and the Sunshine Band there. So (laughs) that was really cool. Um, and you know, that branch of the hotel's chain, I guess you would say, got sold not too many weeks after the celebration in Atlanta. And they'd said to all the general managers that we will keep you on. So, or you can take a severance and you can, you can go. You know, I have a very, um, my husband is he was very loyal to his company and he loved his job. So he stayed. And six months later, six months later, the company decided to lay off all the general managers and hire new ones because they could hire new ones at much, at a much lower rate of pay. And so for the first time in our marriage, and mind you, I stayed home with the kids. I worked part-time at a preschool. Um, we had three kids. Our youngest was three years old. And um, we struggled, you know, we were, we were not, we didn't have a ton of savings. We were just getting by and trying to pay our mortgage every month and keep the lights on. I'm not kidding. And then when my husband got laid off, it was just kind of like really scary. Not kind of like, it, it was really scary. I was worried for him because I'd never seen him in the shape that he was in. He was defeated. And it was um, was really difficult for our family. I didn't know how to support him through that. I didn't know anything other than to go into survival mode and make sure the kids had what they needed and kind of leave him on his own to, to get through it. And I knew that he would come to me if he needed me. But it was it was a little bit frightening at times. And 
Eventually, after about three months, he got a job as a general manager for another hotel in Raleigh that was being um, kind of brought back to life. It was being restored, an old hotel that was being reopened, and he was going to be part of the ground floor of that. He was going to be able to help see how the rooms were going to be decorated and build the employees from the ground up, you know, not build the employee, you know what I mean, <laughs> hire the people that he wanted to hire. And it was a great opportunity, we thought, but it turned out to be just like this huge debacle. The guy that was supposed to be funding the whole thing and backing it all was really not a great fellow as it turns out and to make a long story short my husband was at this hotel it felt like 24 hours a day but he was there 12 hours a day easily most of the time and miserable by the way he was miserable we were miserable at home because the kids were they didn't ever get to see him he was working that much and it just didn't seem to be getting better so one night in May of 2012, we were sitting on the couch and the kids were asleep and he said, I am miserable and I just don't know what to do. And I said, well, I think we should just pull up stakes and move to the mountains. And he turned to me and he just went, huh. And for me in that moment, I thought, wow, that is, that is something because I really expected him to say, um, sure, we go. Yeah, of course. That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to leave everything here and move to the mountains. Uh-huh. Very sarcastically, he would say that, but he didn't. And we took a chance. We took a leap of faith. We put our house on the market. We got our ducks in a row as, as road as you can get them when you got three little kids. And we moved to the mountains. We, it, that's a whole nother story of how we got here. But in six weeks time, we went from sitting on the couch, miserable, crying, and honestly, a bit broken. Our relationship was really struggling then because we didn't know what to do. Six weeks later, we're in the mountains and we figured it out as we went along. We didn't have jobs. We didn't have savings. We didn't know anybody. And 19 years later, here we are, and we have this sweet little house at the end of a farm road, and the kids are grown up, and they're all on their own, and they're doing well, and they're taking care of themselves, and they're actually really amazing, good people. And John and I, knock on wood when I say this, but I feel like our relationship is just getting better. And I want anybody out there who is hearing this, who is struggling, who is having some kind of a crisis in their lives, some kind of a really difficult season, to understand that we all go through those. It's not going to, I don't want to diminish a season that's hard because I know how miserably difficult it can be. But what I want to say is that there are those of us that you can lean on, that you can reach out to. Don't go it alone. And as difficult or as traumatic or as bad as you think it is, 
someone has been through what you're going through or something like it. And they've come through the other side and they want to share with you how it is possible for you to do that too. So if you're struggling with something and it's just so hard and you feel like you're just living in a dark room with the curtains pulled all the time, just know that the light is on the other side of that curtain, even if you can't open the shades yet. It's there. If you want to reach out to me on Instagram at Ren's Nest, as W-R-E-N-N-S-N-E-S-T, I would love to um, talk with you. And just don't, don't go through it alone. Reach out. Let yourself be held. Let yourself be loved. Let yourself be vulnerable because that is where the good stuff starts and you're going to be fine. Right now, it doesn't seem that way. And if you're listening to this and you're just like on the top of the world and life is great, that is awesome too. And I'm so happy for you. (laughs) Let's rally around the people. You know, there's this story about the um, female elephants when an adult female elephant is giving birth or she is sad or she is injured, all the other female elephants in the herd surround her and they protect her until she's better or until she's gotten through that hard thing. And I think that is so incredible. Nature is so amazing. We are amazing. You are amazing. I am so happy that you have spent some time listening to Free the Girls today. And let's let's lift each other up. There's that saying, a rising tide lifts all boats. And so it does. I hope you'll share this episode. If you would subscribe to Free the Girls, that would be amazing. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks.